the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey, guys, good evening, and good evening to you folks. We have a great title tonight in, um, in our show. It says, Why Do We Need the Bible? It's going to be a very interesting con- uh, topic, and so just hoping, I'm glad to have you with us, and hoping that this will be really inspiring to all of you out there. Hey, Ed and Blaine, I hope you guys are doing well. Doing well, doing well. Good. A lot, lot of rain, a lot of wet, but doing well anyway. Right. You know it. It's coming down out here like you wouldn't believe. I know it did real hard last night in my house over there and woke me up, actually. So, But, hey, we um, always open up the show with um, um, anything from the homeless out there. You know, the praise reports for the homeless last weekend. You got anything you want to like to share? Well, there wasn't many out there. It was raining. Oh, and, I, you know, the interesting thing is it's the first time in seven years it has rained on a Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, in seven years, we've only missed one Saturday because of a funeral of a very close friend of ours. And uh, and yesterday was the first time, it, or Saturday was, uh, last Saturday was the first time we've had rain after yes. seven years. So you, God's been good. He has. He always put that. It rained, but it always would brighten up when we'd be out there, and we'd almost like get a halo around us with the clear skies, kind <laughs> yeah. of, and it wouldn't really rain on us. And then when we leave, it dump. But yeah, it, you know what? It was really... That's why we, folks, we go out there, because we did have people out there waiting for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to be out there, and they're happy to see you. They're just so overwhelmed when we showed up, and you know, and my heart goes out for them. I just don't know how they can do it out there um, in that rain and cold weather. And yeah. usually they uh, they have vouchers they put out, but a lot of them go real quick. So I was glad that um, we did help some people. We um, we helped that one girl out there, Joanne. She, yeah. We helped her. She got a place down in Chula uh, Vista Chula. Hotel, and we gave her some gas money to get down there. She needed, you know, she had her vehicle, and she needed her to get down she, there. She, she has a job now, so she needed the gas to get to work. Oh, okay. So she's starting to, uh, starting to do well. Good. Well, that's a great praise right there. Anybody else got anything to say? Yeah, I just wanted to say I agree with you, men, on uh, the Saturdays. It, it, it was awesome. John's out there going, the weather's going to break, the weather's going to break. And, I mean, we were just socked in. It wasn't going to break. But uh, praise God for, for the servants of this ministry that um, went out there with that food anyway for the few people that had it. And it was raining at our second stop. But 
um, they hunkered down, and we were able to still get them food. And uh, the one gentleman, he came in, and at, at our first stop, he's like, what's the, what's the word of the day? What's the scripture? So um, he was very hungry. He wanted prayer. I, I say spiritually hungry, praise God. And so we were able to pray for him, able to read a scripture. And then, uh, man, we did load him up on food because there sure was a lot of food resources this, this week. Yeah, even though um, there was a view, very few, it really went pretty quick, though. I was really surprised. Uh, the burritos, we had a few left over, but that hot soup was really, really good for them. Well, they, 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 went, well. they really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So praise God on that. Um, hopefully this weekend will be a lot clearer, so we'll be happy. All righty, folks. Again, today's title is Why Do We Need the Bible? This is going to be a great script, uh, great um, script, um, great um topic for me um, because I was going through some things here and I just hate it when you have that dry spell and you can't hear God talk to you very well and it almost makes you feel like I was kind of separating myself from God and it wasn't I it was the devil trying to work on me saying you know doing his little whispering but you know what it was it was that I was missing a couple days during the week I wasn't reading my word and I just couldn't hear God speak. And it was, and the reasoning why is because I was always had that time with God, and God was always using that time to speak and tell me things that I needed to know. And and I couldn't understand it, and I kept praying, God, what is going on? And I did a self-inventory check, and I was trying to think of anything I fell back on. And then it came to me, and God told me this. He says, you know what, John? We had our time one-on-one, and you broke it you just you didn't read those few days so god kind of spoke to me and said hey you want to hear and the minute i started doing it and got back into my regular schedule i started hearing the voice of god so god speaks through all scripture and this is what i'm going to open up with timothy three sixteen. it says all scripture is inspired by god and mm-hmm. is useful to teach us is what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do right <laughs> And I thought that was a great scripture to start this uh, this topic off because we can't feed others when we're out in the field if we don't know the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And you got to do that, you know, especially if you're in leadership or if you're evangelist or even, even if you're not none of those, someone's going to come up and ask you one day, you're different than the way I am or the way other people are. What do you have? And you got to have the reasoning and the answer to explain what God has done. It's always good to give your testimony, and I always say that. But they're going to ask you other questions about God. And if you don't have the answers to give to them, they're going to wonder what's going on here. So um, that's one of the things here. And that would wrote me, I wrote down this. Number two, it says, if you need to hear from God, read the Bible is a great place to start. God will always talk to you through his word. Mm -hmm. And that's one way you can hear God. I know that's what I was doing, and I wasn't hearing God. And I know what God was doing. He was trying to get me back in that um, and back into my reading more faithfully because, you know, I had a couple times I took I was either too tired. And that's the truth. You know, we do that. um, We. We're creatures of habit. Sometimes we get in back into those old vices, you know. Or I didn't, you know, I didn't study, so you know, I'll miss tonight. I'll make it up tomorrow, you know, and stuff like that. So I would tell you to keep your keep in reading the word. I have a little statistics here. Um, you know, back in the day, um, Gideon lot put a lot of Bibles in the hotel, yeah. and they usually were in ninety percent. They did a survey, ninety percent of the hotels nowadays. 
they're only in 48%. Oh. That's how much it's dropped down yeah. and stuff. So that was an interesting one, too. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go with number um, uh, this one right here. In Romans 1, 2, it says, the Bible contains God's promises. And I'll go to Romans, and I wrote that down. I mean, I read that scripture because of this. This is what God's word says. God promised uh, God promised this good news long ago through his prophet in the Holy Spirits. I mean, excuse me, in the Holy Scriptures. The thing about that is God was already telling us what he had for the Messiah, which was coming. And that is through the word, and that was through the prophet. So if someone comes up to you and says, what's this about this Jesus? You can go back from the beginning of the Bible and show him all the, the prophets leading up to Jesus, how it was mentioning for him. The good thing now is I got this. This is one thing I, I would like to start, um, say, too. God's Holy Spirit helps us understand the Bible. And I based that on Corinthians 2, 12 through 16. And I'll go ahead and read that. In 12 it says, And we have received God's Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so we will know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truth. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For any of those who are a spirit, um, who are who are spiritual, can understand what the Spirit means. Those who are spiritual can eval- evaluate all things. But they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. For, and this is what it says in 16, who can know the Lord's thought? Who knows even uh, who knows even to teach him? And it goes on to say, but we must understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. I love that because, you know what, God speaks to his Bible, speaks to his words. And we can base that on right there in uh, uh, Corinthians. The next one I got, I wrote here, it says the Bible is a is is a Christian spiritual weapon. And I based that on Ephesians 6.17. And, oh, I see, I lost that there. Ephesians 6.17, it goes on to say, oh, here we go. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We need the Word, we need the Bible, and we need to be in the Bible to get what God's saying and to use that a part of our life. That's very important for our Christian walk, too, guys. You know, I know it is for my way. Um, without God's Word, I would be lost. It leads me into uh, my next uh, scripture. It says, the Bible judges the Bible judges our lives, and that was out of Hebrews 4.12. That's where I got that out of. And that states, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and spirit, between the joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Again, it's telling you what the word can do. This is not of me, but of God in through the Bible. And my um, the other one is the Bible helps us to grow spiritually, and I got that out of First Peter two two, and that states here it says in Peter's two two it says, like newborn babies, you must crave pure, uh, pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into full experience of salvation, crying out for nourishment. So the word will help us grow as we see God will walk us through that. But this is one of the greatest things I wanted to uh, uh, go with you guys was out of Amos. A lot of people don't know this one. Out of Amos 8, 
verses 11 to 12, this is what it says. The time has surely come, says the Sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread and water, but of hearing the words of God. People will stagger from sea to sea and water from border to border, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. I wonder, folks, if that's what it sounds like what's going on now. You know what I mean? It's The thing is, is that that's what it, the word is there for us. I can base that out of China. Look what China's doing. They're taking, they're taking away all the hard programs that you can't get the Bible through that. The Bible's there. It, you can get punished big time over oh, death. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's there. there's other countries they're taking the word out of. So I'd be very careful with that. So that's what I have, you know, and to let you know, there's, 50, there's 1,500 Bible translations now that we have out. So, hey, Blaine, we're going to go to you next. Oh, we're going to me, man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I'm going to throw it out there for you. <laughs> Woo! All right. Hey, you know what, John? Some incredible, incredible scriptures. And, um, you know, as our, type, our topic tonight, why do we need the Bible? And, you know, as I was looking at this, you guys, I mean, you guys have a lot of scriptures you're covering tonight. Um, I got a couple different ideas that I'm, I'm just going to read through here. And I want you to think about it, audience. Um, I took this from one of my favorite commentators. It, and it says this, the Bible is comprised of 66 books written by an extremely diverse group of 40 human authors. We see a king in Solomon, a herdsman in Amos, a tax collector in Matthew, a scholar in Paul, a general in Joshua, a doctor in Luke, a poet in David, a prime minister in Daniel, and a building contractor in Jeremiah. And then the list goes on and on, folks. But listen to this. Not only did these men come from widely diverse backgrounds, but their writings span 1,500 years and are comprised of three different languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Yet there is not a single contradiction from book to book, from author to author. I challenge you to find three men writing textbooks today on any subject who will completely agree. There is incredible unity in the Bible, unlike anything man could ever produce. And um, as this Bible, as, as Pastor John said, you know, when we, re- when we hear about the prophets speaking of the Messiah from the beginning, there is power in this word. And then also, I, I do have one scripture I do want to read, and we're going to let Pastor Ed really cover some bases. Um, I, wanted to, I took something from Second Peter um, 3.9, and it says this, The Lord is not slack concerning his purpose, as some, could, uh, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, what people need to know, what the audience needs to know, what our family and friends need to know is God is for us. As we'll read in the book of Romans 8, God is not against us. His word is something we need every single day, as Pastor John just said. I I wanted to just give a short little list of uh you know what the bible means to me why do we need the bible well we need the bible to have hope folks we need the bible for instruction gives us lots of instruction we need the bible for peace man do we want peace this is what the bible is all about folks we need the bible so we know how to love and how to live and how to forgive we need the bible we need the word of god it is the word of god and uh I, I get a little passionate here, you guys, because, you know, we all love the Word of God. And we know, and I'm sure many of our our audience also, we need His Word. We need His instruction. We need His correction. We need His truth 
every day of our lives. And, you know, i got to tell you guys, that's that's about all I have for today, tonight. Yeah. You know, I love the way you're thinking about that. And when you were saying that, that uh, brought me to uh, Matthew 4.4. 4. And it says, people don't live by bread alone, but by the every word of the mouth of God. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's another thing is that um, it's scriptures just so filled with, you know, talking about Jesus talked about the reading, um, studying the scripture and learning that and growing from that. And so, Ed, I'm curious to see what you God put on your heart. About yeah, something. I kind of went the same way Blaine did is uh, uh, listing things that are important, but I uh, Blaine's was, was a lot of personal things. Yeah, I looked at more of a uh, general reason of, of why the Bible is important, why we should know it. I would comment on something you said on knowing the Bible and testimony is that people look at us, and if God is not important to us, it's not going to be important to them. Mm. So when people come up and ask you, what's God done for you lately, and you don't have a story to tell them, the first thing goes through their mind was, well, this must not be important to you. Uh-huh. So yeah. it, it's really important. If you want an example, go to the prodigal son. There's a perfect example of a testimony. Uh, what did, where were you at before? What did God do for you? And where are you at now? What's God done for me lately? Absolutely. <clears throat> so it's very important that, that we do have a testimony. And if you don't know a lot of Scripture, it's okay, because your testimony mm-hmm. is what happened to you, and nobody can argue with That's you about right. it. Right. We have a lot of discussions on the Bible, but your personal experience is something you can't argue with. Mm-hmm. But the the one that I looked at for... for uh, what I thought was important on a more of a general uh, view was, number one, the Bible explains the, the world, past, present, and future. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and I've had uh, people say, well, the Bible's written for, by men. And, well, it is true. I, I like to call it more they transcribed God's Word mm-hmm. rather than they wrote it. A couple of examples is in Daniel 12.4. Uh, it says, uh, but you, Daniel, keep this prophecy secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end, when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. So that's that's a prophecy in itself. But the fact is that, that Daniel had written it down in a book. Uh-huh. So while Daniel wrote it, God transcribed it. Revelations one eleven, last book in the Bible, same thing. Uh, Revelations one eleven says... Uh, it says, uh, write in a book everything you see and send it to the seven churches in the cities of, and it names off the seven churches. <clears throat> so so uh, John was writing these things down uh, as God dictated, as God That's revealed right. it to him. So who is the source of, of what John wrote? It's God. So when we talk about the book of God, the Bible, it's God's Word mm-hmm. that explains things that have happened in the past, where we're at right now, and yes. what kind of a future we can look for. Second thing I looked up was uh, one like Blaine mentioned, uh, the Bible gives hope. Uh, and this comes from Acts uh, 3.20. It says, Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah, for he must remain in heaven until the time for the final re- restoration of all things as God promised long ago through his prophets. Mm-hmm. So our hope is in the, re- the second coming of Christ. 
And so he gives us hope. I don't care how bad things get, and they're getting worse and worse all the time. The church is really starting to come under some persecution, and it's just going to get worse. But our hope is not in this world. Our hope is in God. Our hope is in the the, uh, world he has created for us. And the other thing about the Bible is it never changes. Bible is the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and I love Revelation, where uh, where Jesus says, "I am the Omega." And, uh, what is the Omega? Al- Alpha. Alpha and Omega. Omega. Yeah. Uh, I'm the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so it doesn't change. But um, I, I found one out of Hebrews. I thought was uh, kind of fit that too. It's uh, Hebrews six verses seventeen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. So God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure they would, that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These things are unchangeable because it's impossible for God to lie. Uh-huh. Therefore, we who fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. Amen. So God doesn't change. <clears throat> and, uh, and so when we put our faith and our trust in God, um, we know it's an eternal thing. It's not, uh, he says his word will never change for eternity. So when we read God's word, it's not something we have here on earth to get us through today. It's the same kind of rules and regulations, commandments and that we're going to live for for eternity. The only difference is that... In uh, in their time, I mean, in the end times, or when we get to heaven, it's going to be a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. The last one I have is that the Bible changes lives. And I get this out of Colossians 1.6. It says, The same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives, just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. Amen. So the Bible changes lives. It gives us it gives us the past, present, and future of God's creation. It gives us hope by giving us uh, letting us know what our future holds, and it's going to be the same. We can, if we put our hope in the future, that future is going to be there. It does not change. Absolutely. And then the final thing is it changes lives. I mean, when you look at we deal with the homeless who who are hopeless. In effect, when you hit the streets, you're homeless and you're hopeless. There's uh-huh. nowhere to turn except to God. Mm-hmm. And his promises to you are eternal promises. And so even though things may look bad for you at the time, if you put your hope in Christ, it's going to be eternal. It's going to be a hope that is going to be fulfilled in your life. Absolutely. And so... Why do we need to know the Bible? I guess my question is, how can you live without knowing the Bible? Absolutely. And, you know, and that's what it says. You need to meditate on your verses day and night. It says meditate on your verses day and night. And that helps us. You know, and another thing is, too, you might – pastors are good good people. They're trying to preach the right word, but sometimes they messed up. And if you don't know the word, you're not going to know. You need to take it on your own to learn God. Let God speak to you through his word. I guarantee you, God is going to talk to you through his Bible. And that's, to me, that's where it's at. So I'm going to give you guys a last shout out. 
Well, you know, I, I'm sitting here just, again, chomping at the bit. Thank you, Pastor Ed. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The Word of God alive, His promises. But I think it comes down to this, folks. The Word of God. Why do we need the Bible? It changes lives. It's changed my life. It's changed yours and yours mm-hmm. and a lot of our listeners. And I think as uh, there's a scripture in there, and I did not write it down, about the, how the Word of God, it, it transforms us. Um, and gives us the re- the renewing of our minds. Right. So we're not the same creation. We're still sinners, but God's word has changed us and to His glory, and that's that's important. I think people just need to know is God's word is alive and powerful. And I'll, I'll back that up by um, remember I said this out last week at the you know the week before I said Jesus didn't come out there with a grenade when he was out in the wilderness with the devil. He didn't come out there with an AR. He didn't come out with anything like that. He came out with faith. He knew God, and he came out with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. How did he defeat temptation? How did he defeat uh, the devil? By using the Word of God. And if we don't study the Word and we don't get in our Bible, we're going to come up, against, I guarantee, we're going to come up against battles, and we're going to have to use the Word of God. That's why we need to meditate day and night on our Scriptures, remembering it, mm-hmm. and remember when we're attacked to use God's Word. So God's Word is sharper than the two edged sword. And, and I like the that. description. It's, it's like cutting the marrow out of a bone. Well, the marrow is inside the bone, and it's so much a part of the bone that it's, there's really no separation of the two. Yet God's Word will separate you from the world. That's right. And we Hallelujah. read that today. That was a scripture we read. You know what? Um, we're going to go ahead and closing. We just want to say, if you need a Bible... And we, if you want one, we'll get you a study Bible, just not a regular Bible. We'll get you a study Bible where you can learn and use it. I'm going to give you time to go get your pens or your pencil to write this number down. So if you need a study Bible and you want to learn your verses, I'm going to give you Ed's phone number so that you can give him a call. And we're going to get you a study Bible. We'll come out and deliver it to you, or we can send it to you, however which way you want it. We can do it. So take advantage of it. We can get you the NIV, the New English test uh, Translation, or we can get you the um, New King G- James, New King James yeah. Bible. So we can get you different verse, uh, different types of Bible. So it's a type that you need. So if you got your pen and paper, this number can be. This number will be six one nine. Seven one, excuse me, six one nine two five two zero zero six zero. Again, that number is six one nine two five two zero zero six zero. We like to also give a shout out to our sponsors, Javier over there at Sombreros. Hey, you and your family, thank you for helping us with the food. We also want to give a shout out to Kim and Anna over there at Goodwill. Thank you, Kim. The blankets are doing well, and the clothing, we love it. And we also want to give a shout out to both churches. Skyline with Jeremy over there. Hey, Jeremy, we really appreciate you for doing that and helping us. And also with Steve Forsythe, the Elkhorn Westland Church. Hey, Steve, thank you for helping us. Folks, I hope this has been encouraging for you. I hope that you will go into your Bible. I hope that you will study it and you will hear God speak to you. I want to thank you and bless you and say good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.